0: A long weekend. How are you today? Okay, at least we hear that we're alive. Come on. No, just wanted to make sure you're fresh in the morning. I know I love that a lot of you guys come early to church, so God bless you, those who are coming early. Um, we'll jump right into the, the word today. Look, I'm going to tell you some truths today, but don't be offended by it because we're all facing it. Okay, is that, is that fair? This is not like a personal thing against this church or you or me, this is a general thing that I'm gonna talk about today, okay? So no one take this personally. But everywhere I go, in every country I've visited, there's a lot of amazing things that I've seen and a lot of sad things I've seen. So let me say that again. I've been in a lot of different countries and I've seen a lot of amazing, beautiful things. At the same time, a lot of sad things. But here's the thing. There's a lot of differences between countries but there's a lot of similarities. And one similarity I hate to say is the following. One similarity that I sadly see among every country I visited, every single country, is one similarity that I'm going to talk about today. And actually the Gospel talked about today. Which is division. Division of different ethnic people, different colors of skin, division. Division of wealthy and poor, Division between husband and wife. Division between children and parents. Division between leaders of a country. Divisions, sadly to say, even in churches. Now, I'm saying all those things that I said. Countries, churches, families, different colors of skin and so forth. There's the, in every country I go to, I still even if it's one country with the same color of skin, there's different tribes. Right? Against each other. So it's really, there's division everywhere. And, and the result is countries fall, households fall, churches fall. And it's like watching a movie that you know the ending and you're trying to stop it from happening. But sometimes you just can't stop it from happening. But then there's a failure, there's a fall. I'm not trying to kill your spirit today, but I'm just trying to say there's a war... That we should be aware of. That's it. That's my job to make sure you're aware of this war. And actually the gospel today. Jesus said it himself. About this war. Division is. Another definition of division is. Ripping or tearing apart. I want you to think about that for a second. Ripping or tearing apart. That's how bad it is. Oh we don't get along with this one. We don't get along with that. No it's ripping and tearing apart. And if you're honest with yourself, like I'm honest with myself, this temptation can happen to the closest people you love. This temptation can happen in our own homes. This temptation can happen everywhere we go. Even our churches, even though we have the best church in the world. I'm just saying this is a temptation for every place, every country, every place, every person. You're not exempt. I'm not exempt from this temptation. And here's what I noticed also, so stay with me here. I noticed we do something too. We look at other marriages that we know are falling apart and we say, why can't they just fix their marriage? We say things like that. Why can't these two friends just fix their problem? We say it so easily. We say, here's one that I've said before and I've asked for absolution. How come these two priests or these two bishops or these two whatever can't just get along aren't they the leaders of the church can't they just be united and again i'm not speaking of a problem at stsa you know how much i love my the fathers we have we have i'm just saying even the fathers me and i to anthony and i timothy we have there's temptation sometimes to divide us there's temptation to divide you divide your marriages there's temptation so i just want you to admit today there is a war we are facing a war And we say, why is that church so divided? Why is the bishops not getting along? Why the marriage can't fix themselves? We say all these things, but we don't realize there is a war that God talks about today. But I want us to investigate deeper. My role in the church is to make sure that you are ready for it and you figure out how to solve it. I'm not going to give you a one-stop-shop solution today. But I'm going to tell you a few things that the Bible said today that we can do to protect ourselves. And before we blame somebody for their marriage falling apart or their friendship falling apart or the church falling apart, we have to realize we could be part of the problem. We could be attacked as well. So it's not, oh, why can't they? We have our own situation. So let's be honest with that. So let's look inward today. How can we protect ourselves? What can we do? Well, in the gospel today, it's clear Jesus said a kingdom divided against itself can't what can't can't stand and even a house divided against itself can't also what stand so we know this is not just a problem of today this was a problem of years ago and we need to figure out what to do so here we go the first clue from the readings comes from Luke eleven thirty four. 34. Let me read to you. Luke chapter 11 34. The goal right now is to figure out how to protect ourselves from our marriages, our friendships, our church, our, 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 our from falling apart. Okay. Luke eleven thirty four says, the lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body also is full of light, full of light. God wants us to know something here. One of the secrets is to be full of light. Each one of us full of light. But how? The point here is when we're full of light, this is something I want you to understand. When each of us is full of light, we see things differently. We have a different perspective. The person we hate, we start to have sympathy. The person we're fighting for and angry about, we say that's kind of silly. Your spouse in their annoying behavior, you know what you do when you see a spouse with your annoying behavior? You start, when you're full of light, just key here, when you're full of light, you ignore it. It's not a big deal. So hopefully, just to make it personal, hopefully my wife, Dahlia, will look at things differently when I have my socks and I forget to throw them in the hamper and they're all over the floor. Hopefully she'll be a little bit more patient if she's full of light, which we're praying for, all of us to be full of light. When I forget to take out the trash, sometimes it happens. I mean, men don't, it's true, right? We take out the trash. By the way, why is it a man's job? Anyway, that's another point of view. Let's, let's, let's not get into that. I'm going to be crucified today some hours. But anyways, but if we forget to take out the trash, you can overlook it, right? You can overlook it. It's not a big deal. We won't always do it. Or when I leave a lot of crumbs, when I eat, I have a lot of crumbs on me. I don't know what happens. I, it just misses the mouth and it's all over the place. and There's crumbs everywhere and I don't know what happens. But can you overlook those crumbs from your spouse that's all over the place? I don't know. I'm not the only one, right guys? Am I the only one here? I mean spouses. But I'm saying, but you know what? Sometimes this irritates us to the point where we start fights and then war and the division. And it started from the crumbs and socks and the trash. What's the big deal? So, look guys, I'm not saying, husbands, I'm telling you this, I'm not saying we should be messy. But I am saying this, when we're full of light, guess what happens? Little things don't bother us. You know what happens? You know why divisions start even in churches, even between? It's because something small, we made it big. So when you're full of light, that's why we're here today in church, by the way, we're trying to fill ourselves with light. When we're full of light, things don't bother us like they used to. Small things, okay. I'm not giving an excuse to be messy and to be filthy. But I am saying, when you see someone else doing something, let's not blow up the situation. Let's not make it a big deal. So little things shouldn't cause divisions and wars and fights. And that's how they all start. So being full of light is so important. You agree with me? Being full of light is important because it changes your perspective. When you're full of light, we're talking about God's light, it changes the perspective on how you look at things. But if we're not full of light, let's take it the opposite. If we're not full of light, guess what? Every small thing is annoying. Every small word. If someone says something, it bothers you. This is the truth. This is the truth. So if the lamp of the body is the eye, and the eye causes to be full of light, I know I'm going to repeat myself here, Guys. You know how many times we've said, read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible. The Bible is a light. And a lot of us have gotten lazy in that. And then we say, why is there division? Why is there fight? Because the lamp is not on. So I'm not going to tell you, read your Bible, you know that already. But being consistent in the Word of God brings light. Being consistent in this, right here today, brings light. We need more things to bring light. Now the opposite is true. And again... You've heard the same song and dance from me and from every priest. We watch a lot of bad things, guys. We watch a lot of movies that make no sense. We listen to a lot of music, just doesn't help us. We do a lot of things. I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. This is not a guilt trip. This is, wait a minute. God says if we're full of light, there will be unity. If we're full of light, I can handle the problem that I'm facing at home or at work or with my friend who we haven't talked to for years or a sibling that has been fighting with me or so and so right that we can we can face it differently if we're full of light and the lamp of the body is the eye so the eye brings light so what you see and what i see and we spend a lot of time scrolling through this thing and i don't think it's helping to be full of light and i'm not saying i'm telling you what to do but full of light we got to be a little bit more cautious and persistent in reading and praying and in And you say, okay, you're supposed to say that. But you know what, really, I'm saying that because I'm worried about mankind and us here because you're my family, that we fall apart in our homes. We fall apart at work. We fall apart in our friendships. I don't want that to fall apart. I don't want our church, we say it's the friendliest, friendliest place in the world. I believe this church is the friendliest place in the world. But it just takes one crack, one small thing, one annoying thing someone does. And guess what, guys? I want to tell you one fact about you and me. We are annoying at times. This is the truth. We are annoying at times. So to have patience with each other, we need to be full of light. So my question to you is this, what are you doing every day to make sure you protect yourself and are full of light? Ask yourself that question and answer that question today for yourself. That's number one. Number two, we gotta go to one of the other readings. The other reading is from 1st Peter chapter 3, verse 3. Now, this was said to women, but I want to say this is for everyone. This was actually said to women in in the Bible, but I'm going to say this is for everyone today, okay? But listen to the end, or you're going to get confused. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging your hair, wearing your gold, or putting on fine apparel or clothes, rather, Let it be the hidden person of the heart. This is the secret. First secret was full of light. You know what to do. Second secret to cause, to help in unity. And no division. It's what's inside. It's the hidden person of the heart. It's not... Forgive me. It's not what we do on the outside. Yes, I know. It takes us a long time to get ready in the morning to dress up, to make ourselves nice. It doesn't take me that long. But anyways, it takes some of us a long time to get ready to look nice and outward. And I want you to have an out, your outward to look good. But that can't be it. There's gotta be the inside work. There's gotta be the work from the inside. There's gotta be something that we do that helps us not to be hurt by others and helps us not to hurt others. Let me say that again. When you're working on the inside life with God, it helps you not to be easily hurt by others and not to hurt others as well. Let's be honest. Okay, let me tell you what I mean by inner life, the hidden person of the heart. What I'm saying is this. You see me every Sunday. I'm a priest. What do you see me do every Sunday? I give a sermon. I pray liturgy and try to encourage you. That's everything from the outside. But you don't know what I'm doing on the inside. What if I pray liturgy, but I'm not really praying for my heart. I'm just going through the motions. What if we're reading the Bible here just trying to finish the Bible? When you read the Bible at home and just reading the Bible, that's not the inner. You can see me come and visit your house. I have to visit the houses. I go house to house, visit the people and pray for them. I can go through the motions. That's the outer. Or I can do it from the inside, from my heart, from prayer. There's a big difference. When you do your quiet time, it can actually be... This is something you want to finish quickly because you've got to get to work or you've got to get to something. But I'm challenging you today two things. Figure out how to be full of light and figure out how to do the hidden things of the heart. The heart, the inner, that's covered by prayer. What I mean by that is if you read the Bible, then pray. If you're in liturgy, we have got to be praying. You can't just be standing there like going through the motions. No. Inner. It needs to be covered by prayer. Listen to what Joel said to the people. Joel, I don't know if you know, in the Old Testament, is one of the very, very exciting and condemning books in the Bible. Joel basically was during a time when all the fruit trees were barren and the animals were dying and the whole land was barren. You know what God wanted when the the land was barren? Listen to this from Joel chapter 2, verse 13. Listen to this. Guess what he wanted? He said, rend your heart, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for He is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness. What did God want from the people who were away from Him? What did He want? He wanted not their garments. He wanted their... Let me hear it from you. He wanted their... Hearts. hearts. I only heard it from one person. He wanted their... Hearts. Hearts. Here, let me say the verse again. It says, Give me your heart, not your garments. God is saying that today. I can't believe it. He's saying, Look, I'm happy you're here. And I'm happy you're in the church physically. I'm happy you're attending liturgy. But that's not what I want. You just attend. I want your heart. I want the, your prayer in the church today. When you go open the Bible this week, and you better open the Bible this week because guess what? We don't want divisions. We don't want our houses to fall apart. We don't want our friendships to fall apart. So we have to be full of light. We have to read and we have to pray. But it's got to be from the inner, not a duty, not, a, not something we just do because we have to. It's got to be something covered with prayer God wants our hearts how do you know if it's not from the heart let me tell you how it and don't and you guys we're family here's the truth for example liturgy if it's not from the heart it's from the garments there's a temptation saying I hope Abuna finishes fast today even the sermon he's talking too long today kind of right there's an urge no that's because our outward it's outer inner is we close our eyes say God what is the message for me If you're reading the Bible, if you want to finish fast, it's just a duty. You're not really wanting, like it's not the inner. That's, so take care. If you want to come, like even coming late to church. I know we have kids and stuff like that. But coming late and then like rush and we want it to rush. No, we want to take our time. We want to take our time. I want to be full of light. I want you to be full of light. And I want us to have, I want us to avoid the temptation of everything being outer. Right? I'm a priest, deacons, we look so holy. we look very holy. But the inside we better be praying. You guys are coming to church, closing your eyes, you better be praying and praising and singing. And right, this is this is the inner work. So those two things, guys, sorry to delay you, but those are two things. We don't want divisions. We want unity. We don't want broken marriages. We don't want broken friendships. We don't want to fall to the temptation of being easily annoyed by the smallest thing anyone does. You should even say, well, that's not a big deal, who cares? It's okay, you had a bad day. She had a bad day. What's the big deal? That one is full of light. That is one that has an inner life with God. Those two things will help us to be united. There was once a show called Amos and Andy. Amos and Andy. It It was a show that there was a big man who kept slapping Andy on the chest really hard. He kept slapping Andy. And it was just like a funny comedic thing. And this big, huge man kept slapping Andy on the chest. So Andy had an idea. Andy turned to his friend Amos. He said, look, I'm going to revenge. Here's my revenge. I'm going to put dynamite in my pocket. So when that guy slaps my chest, his hand is going to be blown off. What's the problem with that story? You guys get it? This big man is going to slap him. So Andy said, I'm going to revenge. I'm going to put dynamite in my pocket. So, when that big man hits me in the chest again, I'll revenge him. His hand will be blown off. What's the problem with that story? Who gets hurt also? Andy. The dynamite's in his pocket. So, if that guy hits Andy, his hand will be blown off, but guess who gets blown off too? Andy himself gets blown up. What's the point of the story, Abuna? The point of the story is when we return a fight back with a fight, yes. That big man's hand is going to be blown off. Yes, that person is going to be revenged. But you're also going to be hurt too. There's no story. When there's a fight. That someone comes out without being blown, his life being blown up. Not physically blown up. But torn apart. That's the truth. What I'm trying to say to you today is. There's no option to return anger with anger. Or fight with fight. Or hate with hate. It doesn't matter the small things they're doing. He's annoying you. He's hitting you in the chest. It's okay. Let it go. Revenging. Just blows up both sides of the story. So, yes, families are breaking, churches are breaking, countries are falling, friendships are being betrayed, but there's something we can do. There's something you can do. What are the two things? Full of light, and then focus on the inner man. People tell me I'm scared to get married because there might be a divorce. That's not the attitude. If there's unity, if there's light, if there's inner life, nothing to worry about. People are scared to open their hearts to trust a friend. People tell me I'm scared to trust someone again. That's not how it should be. People are scared, and I've put this many times, to come to church. So when I come to church, people are this, people are that. Not this church. Not this church. People are scared because they don't want to be heard. But the truth must be this. What are we doing to be full of light? What are each of us doing to be full of light? What are each of us doing to make sure the inner man is cared for? Our families depend on it. Our future depends on it. Our church depends on it. Our leesburg Loudoun area depends on it. Let's pray for that in liturgy today. That's our focus. Say, God, there is darkness in me. I am watching things that are not good for me. God, help me to be full of light. And help me to, to be in your word. Help me to pray today in liturgy. And help me to be full of your goodness and your light. And God, I don't want it to just go through the motions. I don't want anyone to ever go through the motions. This is a day of God filling us up in liturgy. Let's be filled up in liturgy. So when we go out there and someone says something dumb or annoying, who cares? It's just a big deal. And if my socks are on the ground there at home, you know, it's okay. If there's crumbs everywhere, you know, it's all right. You know, when I used to have a longer beard, the crumbs used to stick in the beard. But now it's on the floor, so it can't help it. But anyway, so just let it go. Let it go. And be full of light. And today let's enjoy liturgy and pray for that specifically. Pray for one another. Glory be to God forever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.